Welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Friday. Happy Friday, Twins Territory. September 18th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thanks for checking in today and listening to Lockdown Twins. You can find me on Twitter at NashWalker9 and follow the show at LockedOnTwins. We are over episode 200 of the show. And today in Twins Baseball, we have the Chicago Cubs. Very exciting. We're going to preview that matchup and also talk about this postseason set up here I have I need to pull up my my standings of the American League as well and, and kind of take a look at where we're at the twins have eight games left eight games left in this season which is just nutty haven't missed a game 52 in a row I've watched which is uh you know I was hoping that I wouldn't I made sure that I didn't um, but only eight more to go and there is still a lot to play for here uh, you know, yesterday you got the feeling when they lost to the White Sox. It was a really, really deflating loss. I I had to kind of mourn last night, worked out, tried to get my mind off things because that was uh, one of the most deflating losses of the last couple of years for the Twins. It really was where you just got this feeling of elimination. I talked about it on the show yesterday. Uh, kind of unhinged show yesterday. You could you could tell, I think, in my voice that I was disappointed about the game and disappointed about the series. But, yeah, I just watched a video from Tom Froming, our editor at Twins Daily. Good video just talking about how we need to tip our cap to the White Sox. I agree. The Twins didn't play well, but the White Sox took advantage of that, and they've, they've earned it. And if they win the division, which it looks like they will, with a three-game lead and the tiebreaker, They'll have earned it, absolutely. They they have earned it this year, and, and a lot of us were wrong about the White Sox, even in a 60-game season, not being able to compete. They have competed, and they've gone above and beyond. They started 10-11 and 11 and just took off from there, and they're the hottest team in baseball over the last month plus. And a lot of their young guys have broken out. You know, Elo Jimenez has been tremendous. They have two MVP candidates in Jose Abreu and Tim Anderson. Uh, they're just – they're getting it done. They're winning a lot of ball games. They have a lot of energy there on the south side. Their fan base is fired up. It looks like they might be the one seed in the American League. But I'm still going to cheer against them. I'm still going to cheer against them in the playoffs. I'm still going to cheer for the Tampa Bay Rays to get the one seed. So the White Sox have to play Cleveland instead of Toronto because that's where it's setting up right now. One will probably play Toronto. Two will probably play Cleveland. Um, but tip your cap. I agree with Tom. You know, Tip your cap to them. They did a nice job this year, and, and they took care of business against the Twins this week. Uh, in that four-game set, as much as it sucks to say, and it kind of makes my stomach turn. The White Sox have earned it. Twins-Cubs tonight, we're going to preview that, but I want to look at these the seeding first. The Twins right now are the four seed in the American League. The Yankees are one game back at 29-21. and 21. Twins are 31-21, and 21, so they have two games in hand there. White Sox are the one seed, leaders of the AL Central, 33-17. and 17. The Rays are in second for the two seed, zero and or one half game behind, I should say, and the Athletics are 31 and 19, two games back of the White Sox. So looks like the one seed's either going to be the Rays or the White Sox. Two or the uh, the two seed will be the Rays or the White Sox, and then the three seed will be the Athletics. Four is going to be the Twins of the Yankees, and that's big because it looks like the Twins and the Yankees are going to play each other. Very, very likely that these two teams are going to match up in October. I wrote an article last night, posting tonight at 10 o'clock on Twins Daily about this matchup, pros and cons of this matchup, and we're going to break it down a lot more on the show. And that's the beauty of doing this five days a week is we have time to break it down. We'll break down this Twins-Yankees series that looks ever so likely here and inevitable, frankly, uh, in that wild card round. But, you know, the Twins have a lot to play for still, and that's what I'm talking about. This is These games matter. The Twins have had extreme home road splits this year where they they play so much better. It seems like they just are way more comfortable at home. I think they are more comfortable at target field and are 
unbelievably good there in 2020 and, and really are struggling to win games away from target field. So if they get the four seed, they will host the Yankees. If they get the five seed, they will go to the Bronx, to Yankee Stadium, and they hold a one-game lead over New York for that right to have home field in that series. That's big. Astros are the sixth seed. They're five games back of the Twins. They're not going to catch up. Seven and eight seeds I mentioned, Cleveland and Toronto. Toronto just a, a half game back of Cleveland for the seventh seed, but Cleveland has an easier schedule, I think, moving forward than Toronto does. They play the Yankees four times, I think, next week. It's going to be tough for the Twins to hold on to the four. It's going to be close. I think right now you put it 50-50, honestly, uh, based on the schedules as well. The Twins have the Cubs this weekend. This is a huge series for them. And even if you look at it, and I'm not hanging my hat on this, it's very unlikely. The White Sox have a tough schedule too. They got the Reds, they got Cleveland for four, and then they have the Cubs to finish out the season in their last 10. You know, if the White Sox went like three and seven in those games, Twins went six and two or seven and one, we're talking about maybe getting back into the, the conversation for the division. So you could see it flip back around this week. And let's say White Sox even lose two out of three to the Reds. And tonight, I think it's a push that game. They could absolutely lose in Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a hot team looking for uh, blood. They're looking to get into the playoffs. And, and the White Sox have clinched their postseason berth, absolutely want to win the division. They're going to go for it. But I could see some crazy things happening over the next 10 games for Chicago and over the next eight for the Twins. It's not easy this weekend, though. Tonight they have Kyle Hendricks. We're going to break him down and, and Rich Hill's on the mound for the Twins. Then you Darvish on Sunday, Alec Mills tomorrow, who just threw a no-hitter at, at Wrigley. So it's not going to get easier for the Twins. Then they have the Tigers next week for two and the Reds for three to finish it out. But right now you're looking at Twins-Yankees in the first round and – Again, I wrote about the pros and cons of that, and we'll break it down, but it just it feels inevitable at this point. There's going to be a lot of shuffling still that happens here, and I think especially this weekend you might see all of a sudden, like if the Twins win tonight, the White Sox lose tonight, it's two games. And then maybe Saturday it rolls over and the same thing happens. It's one game. Things can happen. Crazy things can happen where the Twins may avoid the Yankees in the first round, but at least for now it looks like they're going to play them. And right now they're fighting for home field. There's a ton to play for. And I thought yesterday, my initial thought was, uh, should they just rest the starters these last eight games, you know, get their guys ready to go, get their guys healthy, keep them healthy, and just accept your fate that you're probably going to be playing in the Bronx. I don't know if the Twins are going to do that. I think the lineup tonight will say a lot about that. Buxton's played the entire week. Donaldson's played the entire week. I don't know if they're going to rest those guys this weekend. He might rest them tonight. I think Rocco's lineups will dictate our – my opinion at least of what I think they're doing I if they roll out a Sunday lineup tonight I'm gonna say okay you know maybe they're really gonna rest their guys down the stretch and and just play for play for home field try to win but at the same time prioritize keeping everyone healthy especially your big guns and Donaldson and, and Buxton and Sano and and Kepler as bad as Kepler has been uh over the last month plus We'll see, though, tonight with the lineup. I'm very, very intrigued to see this this Twins lineup tonight. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, and this is what makes this so interesting, I think. It, uh, there's going to be shuffling, and it's going to be really interesting. Let's talk about this Cubs matchup tonight. Kyle Hendricks, Rich Hill, after this word from Roman. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like, I lost my mojo. Or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work or sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED 
all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com MLB and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to Roman.com slash LockedOnMLB today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnMLB. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnMLB. Kyle Hendricks on the hill for the Cubs tonight at Wrigley. He's been uh, outstanding this year and has been outstanding for multiple years. Hendricks kind of think of him as a right-handed Dallas Keuchel. If you're trying to think of a type of pitcher, doesn't throw hard at all. Change up sinker, uh, upper eighties sinker eats at the fringes, you know, doesn't strike out a lot of guys. Doesn't walk a lot of guys, gets a lot of just weak contact, low exit velocity. Um, he's the type of guy that is not a good matchup for this twins team. They've, they've struggled against pitchers like this. They struggled against Dallas Keuchel. You know, they've struggled, <clears throat> excuse me, they struggled against Dane Dunning. Who's kind of like this too. Throws a little bit harder, uh, with a slider too, but Kyle Hendricks, uh, is not going to walk you very often. He, he gives up some homers. He's, he's not going to strike you out and there's going to be a lot of balls in play and they're not going to be hit very hard when he's at his best. But you know, Hendricks, is subject to giving up those home runs and and even at Wrigley and I'm not sure what the wind looks like tonight but wind at Wrigley is always fun in his last let's take a look here Kyle Hendricks in his last six starts 343 ERA so he's been really good Um, the Reds have gotten the better of him and and again when he gets beat it's home runs two home runs versus the Reds back on August 28th gave up a homer last time out in seven and two-thirds at Milwaukee six hits two earned runs that home run seven strikeouts but this is just a really solid pitcher for Chicago. And I think our idea with Rich Hill on the mound tonight is, is Rich Hill's a five-and-fly guy, but the good news is the Cubs are a bottom-five offense in baseball against left-handed pitching. Javier Baez has had a brutal season. Chris Bryant isn't hitting. Wilson Contreras beats lefties. But as an offense overall, their best hitter is Anthony Rizzo, and, and Rizzo's a lefty, so that makes sense. But their offense overall bad against lefties this year not as bad as the twins but but bottom five in OPS against lefties this year maybe even bottom three I checked last night I think the twins are the second worst offense in baseball against lefties but the Cubs aren't much better Rich Hill this is a good matchup for him five and fly and you know I do think our idea of the twins bullpen is that they got run down in the Chicago series and that is kind of true but Tyler Duffy didn't pitch yesterday Taylor Rogers didn't pitch yesterday Jorge Alcala didn't pitch yesterday Sergio can go two days in a row Theobar is probably available can go two days in a row Matt Whistler maybe is available he got a day off and Cody Stasiak got a day off as well after Saturday's win so I keep thinking that was a weekend series after Wednesday's win my goodness yesterday because of the day game it felt like a Sunday um, and it just and it was the last game of the series, but the the bullpen is not depleted. Tyler Clipper, Trevor May unavailable. They've gone two days in a row, or, or Clipper would be three and four days. May would be the third day in a row, and he will not be available Friday. But their their bullpen's not very depleted, and you can think that Rich Hill give you five strong innings, and then you can go to your bullpen. That's that's fairly deep tonight, um, and I, I'm not crazy about this matchup against Hendricks. I'm not crazy about Rich Hill at Wrigley. But I do think this is a game that the Twins can win, and it'll be interesting to see if they come to play tonight. It'll be interesting to see if Donaldson's ejection, if the the three out of four losses at guaranteed rate on the south side, 
sparked anything in this team. It'll be interesting to see if they show up. I think it's going to be really intriguing to see the lineup from Rocco tonight, but they're facing a good pitcher in Hendricks. They can steal one today. That would be big because I do like them tomorrow. Alec Mills against Michael Pineda. I I like that for the Twins. I think Mills is good. Obviously threw a no-hitter last time out, but he's up and down, and and he got pretty lucky in that one. A lot of hard contact that turned into outs. But I I like this matchup for the Twins tomorrow. Sunday's Barrios against Darvish, and Darvish is probably going to win the NL Cy Young this year if uh, not for DeGrom or Bauer. It's going to be one of those three uh, most likely. But I like the matchup for the Twins tomorrow night. So if they can steal one tonight, you're looking at a potential series victory right off the bat in the first two games, then maybe they can go for the sweep on Sunday night baseball. Uh, you know, Barrios, Darvish, if Barrios can continue his his dominance that he's had the last four or five starts. So tonight's a big one for the Twins if they want to win this series. It's a big one if they want home field in the first round. I do think it matters. Uh, and I do, again, think it matters that they lost this division or that it's trending that they're going to lose the AL Central because – I don't know if anyone wants to face the Yankees. I gave some reasons why maybe you want to face the Yankees this year. But I think overall it's it's a disappointment that, they, that they're going to have to play New York. And if you have a choice, you obviously want that to be at target field. Uh, and this, this series is going to have a big impact on that. I think this is a series for the Twins to bounce back. And I have a good feeling about it. And I know I probably always say that. But I have a good feeling that the Twins – they lost, you know, again at guaranteed rate field. They're going to be able to see a new team that they haven't seen yet for years now. I think the last time I played them was 2018. Um, they're going to be able to see the Cubs. It's a different matchup. You know, you're in a different place. It's You're at Wrigley. It's exciting. I, I think this is an opportunity for the Twins to get back up and, and get going again and start hitting. Um, they've been good in September. They've been really good in September, and it's important not to have – recency bias about the last couple games that the twins have kind of blown or this last series that the twins have blown they've had a good september they've had a top offense in september pitching has been solid for a majority of the year kenta maeda was awesome again yesterday there's a lot going for this team they're still extremely talented the offense is still should be really good and you want Luis arise back as soon as possible because i think he's a spark plug especially with runners in scoring position i think we underrate how good he is in those spots a lot is going well for this team, I think, or a lot is moving forward for this team. They still have a ton of potential in October. I still think no one would want to play them in October because they do have an all-world offense when it's clicking. And now Kent Maeda has emerged. Jose Barrios has been solid and is no longer relied upon as the the number one. Uh, and they do have some depth with Pineda and Hill and Homer Bailey coming back. And Dobnak got optioned, which was nutty. Um, to the alternate site but you know we always thought maybe he'd be a back of the rotation guy and I, I kind of argued that too it was interesting to see though and I think he might be available in the postseason but that remains to be seen as well Kyle Hendricks Rich Hill tonight at Wrigley enjoy it 710 first pitch I'm excited uh, go twins It'd be a big one to bounce back tonight and uh, take down those cubbies on the north side thanks for listening have a great weekend go twins I hope when I come back on Monday it's either a two out of three series win or a three game sweep